Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Impact Co. podcast. Uh, as you know, my name is Nish. I work in the finance and investing arm of the Impact Co. Collective. And we have an interesting conversation today, um, a conversation with two guests instead of the usual one, and a conversation where I'm talking to them instead of Tafa or Itote. So it's going to be interesting for me. Um, you would have seen on our social media platforms that we're partnering up with a society from the University of Cape Town called the Entrepreneurship Society. And I have two members of their executive committee with me today. Um, it's going to be sort of an interview style podcast. I'm going to ask them a bunch of questions about their society. And hopefully this is the first of many interactions with them. If you're watching this on YouTube, that's great. If you can like, subscribe, comment, that'll be great. If you're listening to this on a podcast app, a follow would be great or a comment. Um, and where you can rate it, it would be great to have a rating. So welcome to the podcast, Kavya and Bafana. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, thank you. You You can see we're just pretty warmly today because it's a very cold sort of start of winter period in Cape Town. Thank you guys so much for joining me at 8 a.m. on a public holiday. Uh, I just want to sort of state that up front. Uh, Before we dive into the society, just from my perspective, um, I, I work with sort of listed companies, so companies in their more mature phase. But I've always said to people that, For a flourishing economy, you have to have two things, a strong and growing middle class and just a really good environment for entrepreneurs. And I've always thought that entrepreneurs aren't necessarily born, they're taught, and the earlier we can reach them, the better. Um, I didn't know about an entrepreneurship society when I was at UCT, but that was a very long time ago. So when we talked about partnering with a society that was bringing new entrepreneurs into the world, I I thought that was excellent. but I first want to get to know a little bit about you guys. So, Kavya, maybe we can start with you. Just what are you studying? Why did you join the society? And what's your sort of role with the society now? Um, so I am studying electrical and computer engineering, and I'm in my second year currently. I joined the society in my first year, and um, I joined as a member. I was pretty excited. I've always been very excited about entrepreneurship. And for me, it was just to be a part of, like, all the events they organized. They had, like, they a bunch of like pitching competitions, business workshops. I was very excited about that. And that's why I joined the society. And um, later on, I moved to be a part of the subcommittee for the public relations. And currently for this year, I'm the chief operating officer. So I'm the COO of the society. And I'm mainly involved with managing directors and working with like the corporate relations. That's great. And Bufana, you? All right. Um, for me, I'm currently studying um, economics and finance. Uh, I'm in my third year. Um, that's my second last year. Hopefully everything goes well into my final year. So um, why I joined the society? Um, as a young person who was interested in entrepreneurship back then, um, I was looking for a platform where I would be able to gain more knowledge and um, learn new skills while actually developing existing ones and exposing myself to network opportunities, you know, and uh, I thought um, the Entrepreneurship Society was fitting that description for me. And for the fact that our members were able to be launched from being just members to actually being part of the executive committee or the directors, you know, so that was a huge bonus for me. And the decision was just easy to make from there. So currently, um, I'm the treasurer of of the society. I started off as um, an events director 
which is something quite huge for a society because people think um if you are a member you should be i don't know actively involved quite a lot for you to have access to such positions which i was not honestly in the beginning i was not really that active in society but once i started showing interest i was just engaged in their stuff and yeah that's how it did how, how it went yeah yeah that's great if you haven't been to uct or if you haven't joined or know about societies basically you get to university in any year and there's i don't know if uct still does this but there's a week where you join different societies so they're basically interest groups more than anything else um and and the topics range so we're talking entrepreneurship now but i remember when i joined in my first year i joined the i think it was the canoeing and rowing society and before like you mentioned I, I never attended anything i just thought it sounded interesting and the other was the hindu student society which is quite a popular one for sort of indian people so the breadth is quite large um i'm just curious for i sort of asked this for all university students cuz it's so difficult to know what you want to do post university if you're doing any degree um but for you guys who have this interest in entrepreneurship what's your plan when you leave varsity and cover i know you're still only in second year but as you sort of get to that do you have a plan already i can't i can't say i have a definite plan but i'm quite sure i want to work with like startups and entrepreneurship i'm very excited about the tech space i've always been so i always like i try to like work on my own little side projects just like coding here and there and stuff like that so yeah i hope to further like work in that that space definitely the tech world with art, ai artificial intelligence and i want to eventually hopefully run my own tech company soon like have work in a bunch of like tech startups for myself yeah That's cool based on your degree that makes a lot of sense. And Bafana you do you have any plans for post university already? Um yeah as a commerce student I'll obviously be interested in um having my own business or starting up a company. But to follow my degree and career I would really appreciate it if I end up being an economist and being involved in the financial market and all that stuff. But also I'm interested in trying to grow a business that would help um change how communities like view entrepreneurship because you know uh, where, where where I'm from they think the word entrepreneurship is too huge for them they think it's for people who are in suits and stuff you know they really don't know that it can be anyone so even now currently I have um a small business that I'm currently busy with it's a clothing brand so that that is sort of a i don't know a start startup for me which will are no launch into much greater things so hopefully things go as planned yeah i have to say i ask students this question a lot and it's the usual boring answers from your traditional degrees like accountants want to be accountants and doctors want to be doctors but for two people coming out of the entrepreneurship society your answers make a hell of a lot of sense so that's great um i want to talk a little bit more about the society specifically so what would you say the role of the society is and when did the society start how long has it been around for um okay uh so we started it's well, it's been around for about 11 years we started i think in 2012 um and so the society is basically we're a bunch of people who are very excited about entrepreneurship and we like to engage with other people students who are excited about entrepreneurship and the different possibilities it creates um i think it opens up a lot of platforms for you a lot of industries it builds a skill set that could help you grow in any industry and flourish in any industry that you want to be a part of so we're excited to work with people who are 
who are interested in business, who are interested in like growing themselves and expanding the boundaries, exploring different like working worlds. And so we provide opportunities and a platform for people to do that. So we provide resources, we provide you a network, um, a platform with which will teach you different skills. We have workshops, we have a whole bunch of events that we organize to help students engage with the entrepreneurial world. Yeah. I have to say, and, and, I, and I'm reading here from a, from a document that you guys had, the sort of how a society interacts with people is interesting. So for me, the rowing and canoeing society, I guess, went out every now and then to row and canoe. But you guys have four specific types of events, and I found them quite interesting. So I wonder if you could talk me through them. There's networking opportunities, skill building events, knowledge workshops, and then competitions. If you can just work through those four, can you give us sort of examples of, of, of what you do in those types of events? All right. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take that on. Um, so, for the I'll, I'll start with networking opportunities. So during during our events, um, we bring in um young entrepreneurs from any sector really, as long as somebody fits the description of a young entrepreneur who is actually running something successful at, at the moment. Um, when we bring someone like that, you get to have um students who are also entrepreneurs. You know they come to the events trying to, I don't know, gain more uh, advice or have uh, learned something or take something from the speaker. So after our events, usually um, when we head to the catering part of things, that's when we also um, address the networking part of the, the event. So that's where you find people from, people who have different businesses actually sharing what they have and looking for potential partnerships. Um, so for the networking part, that's how we address it and then for the skill building events um so we are currently creating an event for august to men's day so um we will have something that is sort of uh an event or a panel discussion where we will expose members or attendees to challenges that will actually be happening on set like immediately on the on, on the event so such things such um events that help you actually practice what you are being taught sort of help you to gain something instead of just listening to someone talking and then just leaving after the event so something practical will actually help our members um improve their skills or build their skills you know and as for the knowledge workshops so currently we we just recently um partnered with gfe tutors so we will be having workshops with them um as they are an international company as well so they'll be having events with us workshops where they'll be bringing some of their knowledge how they started how how they think a startup should be run and stuff like that uh and then in terms of entrepreneurship um events or competitions rather so we have the simulation challenge and the pitching competition so for the simulation challenge as the name says simulation so we are simulating the real life of an entrepreneur so members are given a chance to to be in the life of an entrepreneur, a startup entrepreneur. You know, um, so they are given challenges of uh, that expose them to what actual entrepreneurs do. So like having to do market research, having to um, follow economical trends, so that you know which 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 product is actually in demand and what to produce. So yeah, that's actually a quite comprehensive 
competition in which I must uh, state that many members run away from it because it seems it's, it's to be like a lot of work because it's a 12-week um, challenge, you know. So things are taken up step by step and yeah, it's quite an exciting one actually. And then um, for the pitching competition, so we ask for any student really, whether you have a business or not, uh, whether it's in an ideation phase or whether you have um, something solid that is currently working. So you get a chance to pitch your idea or product in front of um, possible investors, which I think is quite exciting because the prices are quite massive after. So you might also get an opportunity to be um, advised or, or to have a mentor from a well-established um, company. And yeah, that's what they're actually about. Yeah, that's exciting. I, I like that there's different ways of, of interacting with students. So it's not just the same event over and over again. There's a nice mix of things. And I have to say the last one's probably the most exciting for me. If I can compare it to something, it feels very much like, and I think this is where it came from, the sort of Shark Tank TV series where you're sort of pitching ideas to a panel of judges. Is, is that kind of the style that, that you're looking for? Yeah, that's exactly how it, how it goes there. That's good. That's that's very exciting. I want to sort of pick your brain. And when Kavya said this thing's been around for 11 years, I thought, well, it must have been around when I was at university. But I'm old enough now that it happened just after I left university. So I do feel like 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 I'm quite old at the moment. But 11 years is a long time. If you think about, and for me, this kind of society is super important. I mentioned it at the outset. Where do you see this thing building to from here? What's the sort of next step for your society. Kavya? I think we hope to create a more engaged and active environment for entrepreneurship and a more excited, like a more engaged entrepreneurial culture around UCT, like around UCT within its students. So um, I think like our society, obviously entrepreneurship comes with so many different things. There's innovation, there's business strategy, there's your finance management, there's a lot of marketing that goes around. So it's a lot of different aspects that come together to take an idea to a business. So I think what we are trying to do is we hope to make more, we hope to like eventually become a platform where if someone has an idea or if someone wants to explore the world of entrepreneurship, where they want to eventually run a company or even so just like explore a different idea or learn a new skill they come to us to sort of go through this process with us and we can help them um in this journey of theirs to make things easier to give them more access um give them more access to the right kind of people, the right kind of market. And almost like this community of people that can understand like the journey of a student entrepreneur more specifically. So we hope to create that environment. Also, as Bafana said earlier, um, about a lot of people thinking that entrepreneurship is just for like these people in suits and it's this really fancy thing. Just, I think entrepreneurship is everybody has, it's about taking charge. Um, it's about working on something you really believe in. And that is a part of every work, no matter what work you do, even like a normal student life, it's about really believing in something and putting like a lot of dedication and effort into it. So I think everyone can benefit then from these entrepreneurial skills and more and more people should then be engaged in building these, these kind of skills. And that's what we're kind of like aiming towards to make more people excited about this and engaged within entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that because you think of UCT, it's it's this melting pot where a bunch of young people are getting together and ideas are flowing and new business concepts are being thought of every single day. And often we don't have an outlet for those. You know, they're just ideas and they don't really go anywhere. So this idea of 
having a place to go to that can mentor you, having a community that you can build upon. I think that's really, really exciting. Um, I want to ask this question to both of you. Our generation's kind of that side hustle generation. You know, everyone has a podcast or we're driving an Uber on the side or we're starting like four businesses on any given day. What what do you think about young entrepreneurs now versus say 20 or 30 years ago where people sort of stayed in the same job for 20, 30, 40 years and did the one thing versus our generation that almost feels more entrepreneurial? Is that something that's tangible to you guys? Bafana, let's start with you. Look, man, I think um, being ambitious is it's quite a huge thing. Um, sticking to one option might not really be beneficial because um, we are in an economy where things are quite uncertain. So having trying to have um, multiple sources of income is, is always advisable. So back then, I feel like things were not really um, bad economically as they are now. So one would not really um, mind or have more disadvantages when sticking to one job or having just or running just one business, you know. But now things are different. Uh, anything can happen in terms of um, pandemics, as, as, as we've seen in the past um, five to six years, I think, or three to four years, rather. So pandemics can, 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 can happen. And pandemics affect different companies in different ways. So if you have um, a healthcare company, maybe, or you have a, a clothing brand company, both of those companies will, will be affected differently. The healthcare might benefit from this, but a clothing brand might have to close down and maybe might have to move things online if you haven't yet. So I think this current generation is quite um, ambitious and I think it's quite good man, to venture into things and explore. Yeah, that That's an excellent answer. Kavya, what do you think about it? I think 100% we're definitely the side hustle generation. Um, I think a big thing for our generation is we're very open and we're very like we value identity and individuality a lot more than the previous generation did so we're very like big on expressing ourselves and I think and that is expressing ourselves out of what you would like consider standard like societal procedure like get a degree then work in a job then you know slowly work towards a promotion the standard like I think a lot of us because we're so like we value like our individual identity so much I think entrepreneurship in our generation gives us that platform to sort of venture out into something that we really care about out of like the standard um, like procedure and it gives us that opportunity to then express ourselves in that way because we're 100% we're so like we value what we express and what we like we want to put it out there what we really think and I think that's what entrepreneurship lets us do which is why so many people are so engaged with running their own side company um, along with whatever they do and also with the rise of social media you can like the biggest thing is like the way social media has risen it's literally because people want to express themselves and it, they don't have to like it doesn't have to be through a big um, like a top a top like top 100 top two like a fortune 500 company it literally is from their homes where they want to be able to express themselves so I think entrepreneurship gives people that platform so I think we're definitely the side hustle generation and rightfully so all entrepreneurs say it's the best time to own a company um, the economy is so open to new ideas and I think it's definitely the best time to you know have that little side hustle totally recommend it yeah, you guys, you guys sort of attacked that problem from two completely different, um, two different angles. But it makes complete sense. The one angle Bufano went on was, 
yeah, we've had a bunch of financial and global crises in the last few years that our parents didn't really have to go through. And to diversify our income in a couple of different ways across different sectors makes a lot of sense. I fully buy that. And then Covey is all about sort of expression and creating something that's ours. And I've heard a lot of my friends, people in industry talk about the fact that they don't want to work for the man for 40 years. They want to make something that's theirs, that they own, that they can grow and be proud of. So, yeah, I think in a nutshell, that that covers why we are the side hustle generation quite nicely. But if we had to bring it sort of closer to home, it's so easy to be negative about South Africa for so many different reasons. Um, the fact that we have to schedule these things so that neither of us are affected by load shedding, for example. How do you think about that in the context of, of new entrepreneurs? Is it still a good environment to be an entrepreneur in, in South Africa? Or is it just too difficult to, to even get over the South African hurdles that we have? Um, Kavi, we can start with you and then we'll jump to Bafana. I think definitely we are still recovering from the wounds of our past and um, it is like we ha we haven't like we're still we're still like hype. I mean we are a third world country and there is a lot of progress to be made there's a very long way to go but at the same time I do think that there's definitely a lot of potential in South Africa especially within the young people we have a lot of young people who are slowly recognizing that we want to move out of almost this rut that South Africa has been in and we want to actually make a change. And I think small businesses um, and entrepreneurship is the best way to do that. I think the way it, I think it can have a very significant contribution to our economy and creating employment, which is one of the biggest things. Um, people are full of ideas. Um, I think once if we can like bridge this gap between having this idea and implementing it into a company, we can surely I think there is a lot of potential and investors, I think, should like 100 percent invest in South Africa. It is. I think it's one of the countries with the world's like biggest growth aspects. And I'm um, like a lot of like a lot of data and everything shows that we have a lot of growth. We have a lot of space for growth. So I think having this entrepreneurial culture would definitely benefit this. And it's it's definitely going to make one of the biggest differences to our country. Yeah, that's a great answer. But fun, what do you think? Um, yeah, uh, first things first, it's, I must admit that it's uh, becoming more and more difficult, actually, to own a, to own a company business in, in South Africa, looking at um, the challenges that we have, as you mentioned, from load shedding to, um, can I say, imbalanced government, you know, um, policies are sort of failing us currently. So having an entrepreneur in the entrepreneurial mind sort of sets you apart from the rest, you know you manage to get yourself an opportunity not to be affected by the so-called um, government because they are meant to, to to lead us and give us um, our daily lives, how we are supposed to, to live them. But then being in an entrepreneurship makes you um, independent. You know, you will find yourself not having to depend more on our government that is, I can say, failing us. So entrepreneurship is good, especially for, for South Africa, looking at our economical state and our policy challenges that we have, load shedding. So, yeah, I think man, it's, a, it's a good direction to take, for, especially for, for South Africa. We need it for our economy, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great answer. Look, I didn't expect you guys to say that it was a, a bad idea to be an entrepreneur in South Africa, but they're very well-rounded answers and it makes a lot of sense. I often say to people, if you go to a country where every problem is solved, so people don't have any issues, there isn't really room for entrepreneurs because there's no problems to solve. 
you know and in our space we have so many problems to solve the number of companies that are sort of getting into the generation of power via solo whatever means as a sector is solving a problem South Africa is growing quite significantly and that kind of speaks to what you were both saying I've been sort of thinking about this for a while because I don't know if you've seen stats on people in developed markets especially in the United States are sort of getting over university educations. They think that it's not important. It puts you in a lot of debt and it doesn't really help you as much as you might think. Um, and they're focusing more on becoming entrepreneurs straight out of sort of high school, for example. Um, you guys are in university now. You're in two very different uh, fields. I want to get a sense of whether as sort of budding entrepreneurs, how university has helped you or how you're using university to become entrepreneurs. Um, I think, okay, as much as university, like your academics are a main part of what you do, you're training to become a professional in whatever industry your degree is in. But I think with our current industry, you have so many options, you can study anything and you can literally move to a whole different industry and grow there. So I don't think that necessarily like your degree 100% determines um like all the future options you will have. So that's a big thing because our like industry currently is so varied. But I think apart from just that, I think university, well, for me, it teaches me a lot more, uh, more than just outside of the work I do in my lecture theater or like the studying aspect of it. I think there's so much more that you learn with handling the amount of stress that we handle. There's so much about time management and it teaches you how to be a professional and work with a community of people where you find people, you make friends, you work with, with your lecturers, you work in research groups. I think there's so much more. And with societies like this, you can engage in a lot more, in a more structured manner than it would be outside of the university. Like finding a university, like, the entrepreneurship society say for example we have this whole platform we organize events so we do everything for you come you attend and you can like work with us to sort of you know build um things that you're in like build things that you're interested in and doing this outside of university can be very difficult sometimes i think university gives you a very big access to this like these resources and this network and i think that's like it's definitely been, that way been very beneficial to me yeah that's a great answer Bufan, what do you think I mean, I think I'll actually echo what Kav is saying, especially um, when we have access to such societies, like currently our work is 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 quite hectic. Um, you get exposed to stress quite a lot, pressure, having to meet timelines, having having, having to meet um, deadlines. So I think the, the, the university space is quite good with actually giving you, um, I don't know, a, a demonstration of how it might be after varsity you know um in the line of work that we do we work with people right and you know with people things will not always be a hundred percent so how do you deal with that how do you manage that you know you get to learn through doing you know because you can't just um appear as a as a complete employee who's, who's good with everything it must start somewhere so i think the, the university space is quite a good place we are exposed to yeah, I mean, good things that make us um, feel as if we are in the work environment or a workplace, especially societies. Yeah. yeah, that's a good answer. I want to just close out with a little bit of advice from you guys to our listeners who are generally young people. They could be in university or post-university. Um, and I want to talk to two different types of listeners. So Bufana, I'm going to pitch this one to you. For someone who has had business ideas, 
but has never had the, I want to say, courage or the opportunity to do something about it. From your perspective, what advice would you give that person about entrepreneurship? Look, um, if you have an idea, I, I, I feel like already you are an entrepreneur, you know. It's a, it's a matter of a, of a mindset. Um, let me take an example of from, from, from my own business. So we had an idea for like three years <laughs> and we were also stuck. Like, what do we do from here? Like, where to, you know? So the best option to attack this challenge is to actually act, you know, act on it. For an idea to actually be launched into something solid, something changeable, you must act on it, you know, because there are a lot of um, people who are actually interested in investing in startups, you know, small businesses or in your idea, like like the pitching competition, for example, expose yourself to to the outdoor world, you know, go out there. Um, we are in, living in technological times, you know, use your, use your phone to grow your, your own business, you know, because... I know social media can sort of deceive. Sometimes, you know, people see um, stories every day on LinkedIn, on Twitter saying, I started this company, This it was this small, but now after five years, it, it has grown to this much. And we envy that. So you want your things to run at the same pace, but no, it takes patience, right? Um, things won't always, won't always work in your favor. So just take that next step and it will lead to the next one. And then next thing you know, you are something huge or you've made some great progress with your product. Yeah. Mm. Kavi, the, the, the second scenario is kind of linked to that. There are people who have started their side hustles or businesses, but they still have a traditional career. But there's, I know a lot of people who just have this dream of becoming the next Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos. And because it's not happening in the next six months or 12 months, they get really frustrated. What would your advice be to young entrepreneurs about, the next few years of their journey? I think one of the biggest things is just accepting the fact that it's a very long journey. Um, you cannot expect sudden results. It takes a lot of time, depends on the industry you work in. It literally depends, like it depends on the economy and more, it just depends on the circumstances. Like it's a very long journey. You're in it for the long run if you really want to make it. So you need to be willing to make that sort of a commitment for a very long time and understandably yes it can be very difficult so i think it's just important to accept that there's going to be a lot of setbacks a lot of failures in this journey but at the same time it's everything you take up has a lot of setbacks so it's definitely worth putting in the time and effort which is why i think a big thing i would say is that take whatever you take up it needs to be something that you really believe in um, something that you, an idea that you really see growing you see it benefiting people creating a change within society um, so you need to really believe in your idea have an idea that is bigger than you know you're actually very passionate about what you're doing I think that could make a very big difference in the amount of work you're willing to put into this and it's also just important to recognize that a lot of majority entrepreneurs go through multiple companies before they find a company that makes it for them makes it big for them so just knowing that it's a very long journey you're going to go through various different companies, various startups, various setbacks, multiple people, different markets constantly. So I think just accepting that and um, prioritizing what matters to you a lot in that time. So focusing on like, is my personal life important right now? Is the company just based on your values, prioritizing depending on what the time at that time requires. 
It's an excellent answer. We're at the end of the episode, so thank you both for your time. I think to hear two young people speak passionately about a subject that can really help our nation is excellent. And trying to reach young people, I think at the right phase of their lives, is also excellent. So I'm grateful for what you guys are doing. I'm excited for the partnership we have between you guys and the Impact Co. For the listeners out there, thank you very much for joining us, whether it be on YouTube or a podcasting app. Like I said, like, subscribe, comment, do all of those social media things and follow us. The Entrepreneurship Society has an Instagram page, so please follow them too. Regardless of whether you're in university or not, I think it is useful. Um, thank you guys for your time and we'll catch you next time. Cheers. All right, thanks. Thanks so much.